0: july 21st 2023 smackdown where on fs1 and we're here tonight on the wrestling inc podcast to talk about what might be the least watched smackdown of the year thanks for tuning in i'm glenn rubinstein joined as always by nycd Mediva isa and mr alfred kanawa tonight to talk about our contenders for the united states championship to talk about what is going on with dominic Mysterio's
1: historic. North American title. Very historic.
2: So mad I wasn't here to talk about it on Tuesday. I know. Oh,
1: man. Missed a good one. We, the and shock the was still very much in the air for the whole hour, so I think it made for yes. a better shock. What podcast. shock?
2: It was so expected.
1: I mean, and I don't think it was expected. I think it was a... Uh, I, I was very taken aback by that.
0: We're going to talk about the latest developments in The Bloodline. We're going to talk about what's going on with LA Night or what isn't yeah. going on with LA Night. Yeah! Daniel Bryan, 2023.
1: Night.
0: Yes. All that and more on tonight's Wrestling Inc. podcast. Before we dive into the SmackDown proceedings, Alfred, what's going on in the news?
1: Well, let's uh, roll out the best for first. Future Emmy Award winning documentary, American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, contains footage from all in and being the elite. Not to say AEW, but it will contain footage for all in and being the elite. I may or may not have already seen this documentary. I do think it should win an Emmy. I think it's one of the best that uh, you'll ever see in any WWE platform. Uh, but what do you expect it to see in terms of uh, AEW-related footage, Glenn? Uh, maybe he's
0: duct taping that throne back
1: together. Ah. <laughs> that should be a WrestleMania access, honestly, if they're good sports about it. Yeah, right. Does he have
0: the throne, you think, or do you think AEW is like, we own In his that. house? Does he really?
1: Yeah. He does. <laughs> then they should. They really should. What? I mean, maybe they, I think they should send it to Access. I think that'd be a very fun exhibition.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think I've heard good things about this documentary. I almost wonder, though, are they overhyped? Is it overhyped at this point? Is this going to be like all. Oppenheimer? Have we built up the expectations so much? there's no way it can possibly live up to them
1: maybe by me saying that it's going to win an emmy yes but in terms of wwe's production machine they just started it i know they've been doing this documentary for about two years these cameras have been following him around i think since the day he started with wwe they've been Planning this documentary, and I haven't heard any hype until recently, which he is probably only gave a couple up on of him out.
2: finishing the story and said, so Let's just oh, wrap true. up this documentary. We can keep following him yeah. around for another five years.
1: <laughs> no, they can't, and There's going to be a part two, and it's going to win another. You know, the part two is probably going to win an
2: Oscar because they're going to make why weren't you on the red carpet event, Alfred? Since yeah. you are uh, Cody Rose, I've got one. way uh, too much going
1: on here in LA to go to. A, I just took a vacation, I can't just keep flying. I'm going to SummerSlam, like, I can't just keep flying around the world. Uh, you know, great you will be buying that dinner you owe me. Well, one of these days, yeah, I'll, I'll, get you. One no, 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 like of these days. <laughs> wow, are one you going to Yeah, I'm going to be
2: there. Okay. okay, okay.
1: Olive Garden, it is.
0: Wow, you're not no, gonna we're go going to go. we to
1: Applebee's. There. Oh, we're going to Applebee's. Okay, uh, you're
0: yeah. not going to be yeah. local and go to go to like Little Caesars.
2: <laughs> what oh, the Little hell is going by?
0: Little Caesars tastes better in Michigan than anywhere else in the world. I'm just putting that
1: out there. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah.
0: Trust me on this. But uh, no, I think this is going to be an interesting documentary. I think uh, it's been highly built, though. And that's the problem, though, sometimes. We build up, we build up these expectations a little too high.
1: Yes. And will uh, there be any details places left?
0: Places. Will there be any surprises left by the time it premieres?
1: Let me tell you, if it's half as good as the Dusty Rhodes documentary that they well, did on A&E, I think it's going to be incredible. Okay. I, not that I think. I, I mean, I know. Don't ask me how I know, but I... I think people are going to really like this documentary. I'm going to lower your expectations, and then maybe you'll really love this documentary. How about that? So but when the, charcuterie... the words
2: from everything. So, <laughs> so when <laughs> yeah, the
1: charcuterie is up now, is it all cut in the shape of the American Nightmare tattoo? No, never. It's a, there's, there's still no crackers in it, because I refuse to have any crackers in my charcuterie. I'm anti-cracker when it comes to charcuterie, of course. Uh, uh, but yes, it's just shaped in the shape of the map of Liberia is actually what it looks like. The, oh, there you go. Great country exactly. of Liberia.
2: It's like Cuba since he's half Cuban.
1: Oh yeah, no, half of it is shaped like Cuba, and half of it is shaped like the American nightmare. That's how, that's how that goes. What else is going on in the news? <laughs> well, according to the gossip websites, Roosh his future is up in the air. He's no lock to stay with all Elite Wrestling. It is said that Roosh is being paid quite handsomely with AEW, more than he would be paid in NXT in terms of standard pay, and he might need main roster money to Ooh. come. To WWE, but his services are up for grabs and the gossip websites are saying, or at least gossiping, that Roosh could be part of WWE if the price is right. Are we excited for Roosh in WWE or NXT, Issa?
2: Maybe, maybe. Uh, we'll see. Remember what I just talked about with expectations? Yeah,
1: we'll lower okay. them. Yep. We expect him to be on AEW Dark, the reboot. That's what I'm expecting. Anything better than that, I'll be excited.
0: That 2112 is a banger of an album.
1: Uh, no, I think uh, if they, uh, if, you know, but that's the, the pro- this is going to be the
0: problem. Money is going to be the issue with a lot of this. I think um, a lot of these AEW guys, you know, got in with a company that wasn't in the factory business of warehousing wrestlers. So there were probably a lot of people signed to initial AEW contracts. That got way overpaid and i hate to say this because i think i'm not even going to name them but some of my favorites that have already been not had their deals renewed with aew some of the people that fell by the wayside like legitimately i bet you tk looked at it and was like we paid them too much and now we're going to seem like assholes if we come back and say like oh we can give you like a third of this to stick around and uh you know they're better off leaving but i don't know that wwe is going to get that i think brian pillman jr is going to be the litmus test because he makes all the sense in the world as a wwe wrestler or as an nxt wrestler if they can come to terms with him on money Hmm. like we know this is an attainable pathway because otherwise you're going to have a lot of guys that are going to ask for half a million dollars a year to go to wwe to go to like nxt or go right to the main roster i don't think they're going to get that
1: that's the least they should be asking for and i know wwe based on how they value their talent maybe wouldn't pay them something like that, but the money they're going to be making and what these wrestlers really should be worth if they were like a sporting league and they actually unionize whatnot, not would be far more than $500,000. Sure. It's a couple million. They should all be paid. Uh, yeah, but when the thing they unionize, that AE, stay tuned. Yeah, th- that. That, that'll never happen. But the, the thing that hurts AEW, as much as I would like it to happen, the thing that hurts AEW is that, um, especially with these mid-tier guys, guys like Arush in his position, Rush, Roush, whatever you want to call him. The, 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 tomato, tomato, but I say Roush. I say Roush but the guys like roosh and in this brian pillman even you look at AEW; they just got rid of two darks right Methinks rampage in the long run might be folded into a third hour of dynamite like i don't Mm -hmm. know how much longer rampage can be viable so we're looking at this product with one flagship show versus the biggest wrestling company in the world in its hottest period in a long time and god knows when with more money than god and what they're going to be making with three different flagship shows because they're really building up nxt you're looking at that as like a mid-card guy who wants to make the jump in his career. I don't know how you say with AEW. Like in AEW where it's backed up with talent with one show. I know. I don't know how you say it with AEW hey, if you're any of these guys.
0: Tony D'Angelo still has to keep his hand in organized crime to make ends meet in NXT. <laughs> That's how bad the pay is. You know?
1: Well, they allow you to do organized crime. That's another reason to just go That's to there. That's true. You could w- drive for Uber
0: or you can run a diploma mill like Chase U. You know? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you got options. Um, No, I think that um, this is where the rubber is going to meet the road. And yes, the lack of collective bargaining, the fact that AEW, you know, can't like they can't afford to keep all the the toys that they're not playing with on a regular basis. And I think that um, WWE learned that a long time ago. And WWE, by the way, kind of creeping towards max capacity as well. When you look at everyone they brought back. Look, okay, everyone, not being used. Hit Row did a great Barbie.
1: They rap, did another track today. Listen, say what you will about Top Dollar and the way WWE's done him wrong. This guy's been snapping on Twitter yes, he's and not on TV. Up, that's the point. That's the point. That's it's a problem. But he has had some. He's got, had a great freestyle uh, a couple weeks ago. The Superfly freestyle and then the Barbie freestyle was great as well. I mean, this guy is just wasted talent every day. But I still believe in the talent. I think he's going to overcome it eventually.
0: I, th- I think so, too. But if Pillman Jr. doesn't sign, like, he's, he's the the only prospect I can think of right now, short of a main event or leaving AEW, he's the only prospect I can think of that's a no-brainer for WWE.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't quite say no-brainer, but I would love to see him in WWE. I think it would be a very interesting, like you said, a litmus test and seeing not only how they use him, but what the pay is going to be and how people negotiate around that.
0: Yeah, so we'll see, but with Roosh, I don't know, man. It's a weird time right now. It's a it's weird a- time.
1: Roosh. Roosh. That should be a drop. He used to saying Roosh should be a drop. Yeah, I got that somewhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's
0: got it somewhere from before. I had to back off the drops. They were they were taking over the show. Parting Everybody. Sh-
1: before we get to this next story, a parting shot, just words of the wise Brian Pillman. Anybody who signs with WWE before they get broken off of this big deal is a fool. You-, you gotta I mean, I think Brian Pillman is smarter than that, but Wait it out, look at the money that they get, and then sign with WWE because uh, they're about to come up. Yeah, but how's that going to work? Could you imagine
0: a wrestler goes into negotiations and is like, so, uh, so you got this big deal here. Must have a lot of bankroll sitting around. Can afford to pay a premium for one legacy that. wrestler with a mullet. <laughs> you know, Don't hold out on me, Vinnie Mac. I know you got those dollar bills in your mattress.
1: You don't got to say that. You just wait. You just say, you know what? I'll get right back to you guys after I take my dog for a walk for about three months, and then when I'm coming back from my walk, we'll talk. And, and AEW, we're
2: gonna go get cigarettes.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: And hopefully come back.
1: <laughs> uh, but AEW
0: overpaying is what drove up. I mean, this is like one of the most underreported stories in wrestling. AEW not knowing what they were doing and overpaying for these contracts is why WWE was doing these resigns. And hefty premiums for the better part of the last three years you know
1: yeah i mean overpaying is subjective I, I completely understand where you're coming from given how big they are yes they probably spent too much on wrestler salaries for a company that would want to make a profit but you could also argue that this is what these wrestlers are worth and any wrestler i agree it's what they're worth but this, like this is
0: but this is the world we're living in yes you know that's great they're WWE made Bailey buy a ticket to get in SmackDown last week. Yeah. And Charlotte. And Charlotte. They're a cheap company. No comps.
1: <laughs> well, uh... Let's go to some good news for AEW in that uh, Blood and Guts, as expected, did a very good rating, 953,000 viewers. That is up 16% from last week, 18 to 49 for a Blood and Guts show featuring a, uh, well, the real main event to me, MJF and Adam Cole against Daniel Garcia and Steven Guevara. And they finally delivered that double clothesline. That's what I think did the number. Uh, but Blood and Guts... Big number for AEW. And uh, what are our thoughts about this MGF and Adam Cole storyline? I'll start with you, Issa. I'm
2: loving it. I'm so sports entertained. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I, I'm, I'm here for it. I hope they don't uh i hope they book it right i don't know who's getting you know who's behind the creative here but props and shout out to them um it's the most interesting that adam cole has been since his time in aw if you want me to be honest and mjf makes everything work um I'm, I'm here for it i when they paired them in the tag team tournament i was like oh why are they doing that they just had a match you know what i mean they were feuding i wasn't with it and they proved me wrong with this one i'm truly enjoying it and i look forward to all their segments
1: i enjoyed the dancing Yes, they're sports entertaining, man. That that's how you get stuff done these days. And I thought, by I the way, everything they did this, was great. This dovetails into the
0: last story. Why are some people in AEW not getting renewed? Because they need more money to give MJF when his deal comes up, to give Adam Cole when his deal comes pelvic
2: up. pelvic trust. That's why they're not getting re-signed. <laughs> yeah, that should be the news. That should be the new standard.
0: Just come out and just like, <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: to have some. They learned to do the
1: spinner too because because everybody was doing yeah. that. spinner uh, spin I think it's great. The only thing I will say is that it seems like AEW is like dead set on their plans, which were clearly made before they saw how over the storyline is getting and that they went forward with teasing that they're having tension. If you want a new right. bloodline,
2: soon. these Literally.
1: teases need to be few and far. All they should have done is Adam Cole glances at the title for a little too long and then he just snaps out of it and nothing else happens. We need to take these things slowly. I don't care what their plans are for this storyline. I don't want to see these guys break up for at least another six months.
2: Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you because the world title hasn't even been mentioned throughout the storyline. Mm-hmm. They're here chasing the tag team titles. They're shooting, maybe after they win the titles, you know, you start seeing a little bit of, oh, you have two belts and only have one kind of situation, you know? But, um, yeah, I, I didn't like the the, the the teasing of that already. Yes.
1: It's it's so easy, the visual, to help build this world title back up. MJF and Adam Cole win the tag titles. They're holding up a tag title on each hand and then they're both holding on to the world title. And you got... Cole looking at it, you know, with them both holding on to it, and that's just another visual that you can give people, but you slowly drag this out. This is not something, this is the storyline that really can help them get competitive with WWE again. You're going to do it by sports entertaining. You've dropped each other on your necks. You've almost paralyzed each other and all that stuff, and it hasn't really gotten you that much closer. This will.
0: Take it from Alfred Kanowa and Alfred Kanowa's new book, The Art of Seduction. <laughs> tips for professional wrestling booking that you can use in romance and your everyday life.
1: No, that's too wordy. It's just that the book is called Why Paralysis is Bad, a story by Alfred Kunoz. Based on a true story, by the way. Oh, speaking of potential paralysis, I have some horrible news about a story that we reported on Tuesday oh, to follow up on it. Ryback and Booker T will not be on site. On site oh, season has ended as fast as it began. Booker T will not be fighting Ryback. He said on his podcast, the Hall of Fame podcast, that Ryback wants money. He suggested that he would do a 10 paces duel, which ends in a death, which was in the John Wick movie. I'm not going to tell you how it ended, but John Wick, I mean, just a GOAT movie. I I spent my vacation watching a lot of John Wick. Uh, But they want Ryback, or Booker T suggested a duel, uh, but he's not doing it because he's not going to pay Ryback. He no longer wants to deal with these shenanigans. So uh, potentially one of the biggest drawing events in the history of our sport is no more Glenn. I have no idea what you guys
2: are talking about.
1: We're talking about uh, Ryback and Booker T on Tuesday on NXT reported that uh, Booker T was open to fighting Ryback. He agreed to fight Ryback. It was on site. He said, anytime we are together in the same building, as long as Ryback consents, it will be on site. But it's no longer on site. And I'm, I don't know how I'm going to get to the rest of this podcast, personally.
2: Ryback's still a thing. I thought he was shadow banned.
1: He, he tends now, to get a lot of attention for himself. Blocked everybody. <laughs> I think he
0: probably blocked you. He blocked me.
1: Is he, yeah, did he block you too? He says, Everybody on this podcast blocked.
2: I don't know. Let's go find out. Where, yeah. Twitter? Is that where I'm looking? Twitter, yeah. Yes, yes. All right.
0: Much like HBK, Ryback has blocked me for reasons unknown.
2: He doesn't have me blocked, but I have not muted. So <laughs> no. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: so, but I'm that, not, well, I'm not now everybody tonight. I'm
2: very proud of you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: We're gonna dive into the SmackDown. Send in your super chats, send in your other chats. I leave
2: see everybody up. share. I'm sorry. Subscribe. I say leave a thumbs up, share, subscribe, yes.
0: you know. Click that bell notification. Yes. Leave a rating and review. Um good crowd tonight in here for yes. a Friday. They're not watching Rampage. We started or Death Before Dishonor. Oh, that's nice as well. Yes. Shout oh, yeah, shout out to
2: yeah Aussie Open are the new tag team champions. I mm-hmm. did see that.
0: Mm. But we got a good crowd in here tonight. We're gonna chop this up, talk all about SmackDown. The three of us together again. It was so weird not doing it Tuesday. Isa, what do you think about Dirty Dom again? Uh, how did that? How did that pass the Google test, but nothing I, else has? Dirty I Dom. I knew it
2: was gonna happen. I, I the the interaction between Dom and Tony is what really made. Uh, the episode for me I watched it I watched it entirely too many times uh, it was perfect actually it was just perfect my favorite thing about that interaction was Rhea Ripley if you watch her her behavior, she stays on character, she knows the little things, you know. She's very oh, yeah. defensive until Dom kind of gives her the nod, and then she just goes into that show position. All right, Tony's cool with us, you know. I really like that. I'm happy for Dominic Mysterio. Look at the number that NXT did. I know, I know. a lot of people were um, not happy with it, but I, I love it. And remember when people wanted Dominic to go to NXT, so now we got Dominic in NXT and they're mad. <laughs> Fickle.
1: I just want everybody in bloodline and bloodline and see that's a Freudian slip, by the way, because they are trying to recreate the bloodline through the judgment day. And I want everybody in the judgment day to have a title. So I'm really going to be pulling for Finn Balor to beat Seth Rollins, because I think that's what's going to pop off this judgment day storyline of them dominating. It's
2: well, we exciting. saw Dom's uh, first title defense tonight. We'll get into yeah. that when we get to that. Segment. Oh, yeah.
0: And we saw Rhea Ripley confirm on social media that her and Dom have a very passionate love life.
1: Poor buddy Matthews, man. I hate it had to be him poor buddy Matthews hang in there buddy
0: Cookie Matthews um, would
1: you like to quote a... what she said they were doing because there's a very specific word she used they're making romance oh making romance I don't sexy guy
0: single syllable romance girl that's what I'm all about should have been my senior quote Uh, so tonight SmackDown, we did have the judgment day in effect, but we opened with the fatal four way. Now many people thought last week after LA night came out and cut a promo that was the biggest pop of all of SmackDown last week that delighted the crowd that was so over. You got this promo, but this fatal four way to be a finalist, to challenge Austin Theory for the U.S. title, people said, tonight's going to be the night. It's going to be the L.A. night, because L.A. night is going to challenge and defeat Austin Theory at SummerSlam. And much like the 2014 Royal Rumble, where people were waiting for Daniel Bryan to be their number 30, <laughs> instead we had Rey Mysterio in his moment of disappointing victory as a crowd booed. As Ray won to go on to face Santos Escobar next week, and the winner will face Austin Theory for that title.
2: Booyaka.
1: Alfred,
0: <laughs> what is going on with the LA Knight push?
1: it's classic wwe babyface booking when it's somebody that got over organically now wwe absolutely understands what they have in la night they've rolled out the merchandise they have him go out and cut promos they're treating him like the big star he is and capitalizing on the popularity but in their warped mind because of how the daniel bryan storyline went which was completely against their will they do think that if you keep beating a guy and a lot of WWE fans think. A lot of loyalists uh, lecture me about how, no, 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 if you keep beating a guy, it'll make people want it more. And that is so antithetical. I'm not saying that it's wrong to make people wait to drag things out, but by beating a guy in wrestling, especially in WWE, you're just going to establish him at a certain level. And these fans, like Issa just said, can be very fickle. One day it's LA Knight, the next day it's Gunther, the next day it's Cameron Grimes. There's always going to be a people's champion type wrestler out there. You got to strike while the iron's hot here. And I just think this was grade A fuckery to beat LA Knight the way they did. I get they probably have a a plan for him, but this guy's too popular to not go into SummerSlam and have at least a big match.
2: Yeah. And the SummerSlam car is, is building up. We have quite a few matches, so I just don't see them building a field for him. In two weeks, you know what I mean? Like, that's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. I'm like, okay, uh, I, I was for sure thinking it was going to be Grayson Waller last week, and I was for sure thinking it was going to be LA Knight this week. And it's just, it's weird the, the way that they're that they have gone. Uh, I thought the match was good, I thought Cameron Grimes was there to take the pin, mm. right? There, there was a part of me that kept thinking, okay, if LA Knight is not the guy, I didn't think he also was gonna take the pin. Like, that yeah. really, really shocked oh. me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I think. I, I i don't I, I okay there's a part of me that's super hyped i'm not even gonna lie i think the santos and rey are gonna freaking put on a banger sure. a lucha libre classic but i like lwo so i hope we don't go into the direction of putting tension in the lwo it feels like it's a faction that's sticking together and, and they're not you know doing this kind of bs with them so i thought that lwo was gonna be a thing for a little while i'm hope i'm hoping this is a mentor and, and protege, you know, kind of match mm-hmm. where they just, like, give us a banger and that's the end of it. But, yeah, I'm very, very shocked that it was not LA night tonight. And and I haven't really been all in the LA night train. I'm just now kind of getting into it. But even then, I, I really thought it was going to be him. Yeah. At least I, taking the pin, that's the part that, like, really shocked me.
0: He should have said, yeah. He should have been like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whose game is it? He should still just keep cutting promos like he won. Yeah.
2: Oh, they did they did they moved. did a little short. We did a little short of the different years of LA yeah. Knight. They yeah. could have put the loser, yeah, you know, and, like yeah. after he ate the pin. Oh, he's like <laughs>
0: Yeah. 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 Um, I think it's good. I mean, but Ray versus Santos, like, okay, Ray doesn't need another title in the history of his career. Like, Ray's good, right? Good for Santos. Austin Theory, again, Austin Theory on a commentary tonight, like Austin Theory is is what's the opposite of over? Like, uh, is because he's not. Under. Yes, he's under. Austin Theory is under. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that shaking it up and having him lose the title could actually be good for him. Could give him a little bit of a, a reboot. But uh, I mean, I like this match fine. But Cameron Grimes, yeah, afterthought um and
1: they're not giving him any like what did they say about him he's hard working and it's like hard they're not telling you anything about this guy he's just a guy out there who can wrestle
0: so weird. yeah yeah this is just a bummer and um oh we had a lot of nxt
2: I love that they're people in Orlando. Notice. I love the inclusion of the NXT people in the show. Tonight. I know. And it was and well done. It didn't feel forced, you know, and I'm loving everything that they're doing with main roster on NXT. Keep it, keep it going.
1: I know They, they, all should, they shouldn't just face- wait until they need to get a check. Like I understand what the game is. They shouldn't just wait till they need to get a check to highlight NXT like this, but I'm loving it. I'm love NXT. So whose feels game like a is, a is it, right
2: Whose game, now? game <laughs> is it? <laughs>
1: LA um, and Cody Rhodes and or Cody Rhodes.
0: All those faces in the audience, Just I was fantasy booking all the call-ups they're going to botch when they get called up to the main roster.
1: You think so? Uh, uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels working together, I think it's going to be a lot more synergy, and I think they're going to be on the same okay. page in terms of a lot of these call-ups. Cameron Grimes, I wouldn't even say he's botched. They just have him there. Uh-huh. But most people who've been called up from NXT and the small sample size we have in the Triple H era have been okay. I mean, I wouldn't say there have been any, any like egregious botches where they're being used in a way that they wouldn't use an NXT. Historically, if you look at the odds.
0: Yeah. Historically it's like one in five odds that it's gonna go okay.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh Let's go. We have a super chat. Dylan Matthews, Australian 299, saying cousin buddy's going through it right now. That's got to be a little <laughs> weird. Hang
1: in there, buddy. It, it, it's just like, hey, it, it's got to be a little weird. I'm, he's a good sport about it. I'm, everybody's being professional, but professional wrestling, this industry of ours has way too many examples oh, of yeah. art imitating life when it comes to things like this. And I'll just leave it at that.
0: Kelvin R. Alexander, five dollars saying Charlotte was sweating Tiffany Stratton sitting in the crowd. She was feeling the pressure.
1: They really Tiffany over Tiffany Stratton. This is she a came I across well tonight. She came I across believe real well tonight. This is probably a program line, and he said, This is the most naturally gifted competitor yeah. in the history of WWE. Yeah. I
2: they said he <laughs> oh said we have God. ever seen. I heard it. I picked up on that real quick, too.
1: Yeah, they didn't put Melo over, like they didn't put anybody over the way, they put yeah. Tiffany Stratton. So when she gets to that main roster boy.
0: Yeah, she's gonna be there sooner rather than later. I don't think Thea Hale's winning, but I think Tiffany Stratton's getting that that nod soon. Um, so after LA Knight fans had their hopes and dreams crushed, we had Charlotte Flair versus ZO Sky. Uh, we also saw Tony D'Angelo backstage, the cat with yeah. Stax, who's not an informant. The Cavender Twins were there. Carmel Hayes, Trick Williams, Tiffany Stratton. Austin Theory found Adam Pierce backstage setting up a match against Santos Escobar tonight, which makes all the sense in the world given that Santos is facing Ray for an opportunity to face Austin Theory at SummerSlam.
2: Yeah.
0: No, none of that
2: makes sense. It was weird and it was unnecessary.
0: And then we had a very lengthy recap of Cody's segment from Raw with Brock Lesnar. Love that. Attacking.
2: love that. Great segment. Never too long.
1: Never too long.
0: So, yeah, it was
1: Cody's segment. I appreciate that.
0: Yes. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus EO Sky tonight with Bailey on commentary. Bailey stealing the show.
2: Always. What they do with Foxy, too, I liked.
1: Yeah, Yeah. we were talking last week how like when you're distracted by commentary, it's either very bad or very good. And last week with Austin Theory was an example of very bad. And this with Bailey was very good. I think her and Michael Cole have this like little brother, big sister or vice versa relationship where they just snip at each other. And Wade Barrett, like instigating it and ganging up on Michael Cole, I think made it even better.
2: I love Bailey and Michael Cole's uh, rivalry is one of my favorites of all time. Yes, great feud.
1: So Charlotte
0: beat EO. During this match, um, we confirmed that it will be a triple threat because Asuka attacks Charlotte after so Asuka, Bianca, and Charlotte for the Banger. championship. Oh, yeah, SummerSlam. And will Eoskai cash in? But then tonight, we now are in full rivalry mode with Shotzi, who shaved her head, tormenting Bailey.
2: Yeah. Which I'm is glad we're feud. going somewhere with it and, and we're doing something with it. I, I appreciated it.
1: Mm-hmm. There were scissors in the Bailey's duffel bag, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just what, waiting he, for, for with someone else? pregnant boss. I'm not going to follow up on that. I'm just, just waiting for
0: someone to make an AEW joke. There's no. an AEW joke
1: there. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, that could be copyright infringement, yes. But yeah. uh, I very much. I think I hope they have a match at SummerSlam. I think that'd be great to see Shotzi have a match at SummerSlam.
0: I <laughs> Issa just got the joke and shut her camera
1: <laughs> off. <laughs> no. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I think I think that match will happen the night before. So I would love for it to be at SummerSlam, but I'm setting my expectations because it's WWE. I am
2: yeah. really happy with. Um, there's a couple of just feud matches for the women. Um, happening at SummerSlam if we get you know Becky and Trish you have uh, oh. Rhonda and china these are just non-title fields, and that's something Great. that we haven't been seeing with the women so I mean, if we add Bailey and shots in there that's fun it's fun to see stories that don't revolve around the title
1: And on Um, top of that, the women have been drawing in WWE. Different women's segments have been the highest quarter hours. So, you know, you can talk all you want about, like, inclusion and stuff like that, which is all good and well. But at the end of the day, it's about the almighty dollar. And you are going to draw more ratings lately with women. So it's good to see all these women not only being included in this segment, but drawing very good numbers in a very hot time for WWE.
0: For the lone women's match and segment on the show, I mean, this was, like, 15, 20 minutes we had multiple storylines moving. Like this, this maximized the minutes and got a lot done. And I give it credit for that. I mean, the match was okay, but I think it's um yeah, I'm really looking forward to the SummerSlam match. And I think Bailey and Shotzi could be awesome. So I'm very excited about that. The Slayer ninety four wants to know what is it with Michael Cole and the ladies?
1: In what way? Because he's got the beef with Bailey. Is there other women that he has problems with? I think it's really just Bailey.
0: Michael, um, (laughs) (laughs) Calvin's saying Tiffany also wrestled Keanu James in a SmackDown dark match.
1: Thanks. Uh, I really hope they're not fast tracking Tiffany to this main roster. Like, she needs to develop an NXT. I know things move so fast in wrestling, but a year minimum. Like, she literally hasn't even, I don't think she's been doing wrestling for a year.
0: Oh, uh, this later talking about uh, Michael Cole and Rhea Ripley. Later.
1: Oh, that's right. He did yeah. get it, yes. Because he, well, I mean, Rhea's just catching strays because Michael Cole hates Dom. He's like the most incensed when it comes to Dominic Mysterio, so Rhea just has to catch some of those strays.
0: Mm. So, here's my question: If we, as a consolation prize, does LA Knight get to host SummerSlam? Does he get the segment that. where he comes out and talks?
1: I'm sure he's going to come out and talk. Maybe it'll be during the kickoff show. Maybe it'll be at some point in the show to get the crowd back going. Well,
0: who's the surprise guest that joins him? Is it Eminem or Kid Rock?
1: It's <laughs> a good question.
0: What about Kiss? Either they're, uh,
1: they're like from Detroit,
0: D- right? No, but they're—I mean, Detroit, Detroit rock, rock city. city does, yeah, but yeah, but they're, they're not, not from they're Detroit. From, they're from New York, dude. They're from like—they're false North. flagging. No, they just wrote a song about Detroit. Doesn't mean they're from Detroit. They wrote a song about Detroit because Detroit was one of the first markets where Kiss blew up. As someone who paid the $12 to tour Gene Simmons' personal memorabilia collection at the Rio Hotel, I think I know a thing or two about Kiss. And uh, Detroit was one of their first big markets.
1: Eminem has a song called Eight Mile because he's from Detroit. He's not from New York talking about Eight Mile. What if ICP, also from Detroit? Underrated
2: banger. Eight Mile is a great song. It's
1: a great song, wonderful song. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, but what if uh, we get the Insane Clown Posse returning to WWE?
1: That'd be fun. But according to Eminem, they are not from Detroit. They just claim it, just like yeah. KISS. And they wear face paint. These liars with face paint lying about where they're from. It's, it's out of control. I mean, ICP is they from live, They live
2: 20 miles away from Detroit.
1: Yeah, but
0: like in a worse neighborhood than Detroit. Like, imagine that, if you will. Because
1: parts of Detroit yeah, that's like... That's
2: why like they are pissing and saying they're there from New York City. Okay? That's yes. not how it works.
1: By the way, I'm going to have to do some research as to where to stay in Detroit because I know they're on the come up, but it's still Detroit.
0: I was listening to uh, Wes Borland, a guitar player from Limp Biscuit, who has moved to Detroit where he has a cat sanctuary and uh, does his industrial artwork. And he was saying when you go out in parts of Detroit, you have to bring a machete, and it's for, like, protection against people or wild dogs oh, because there's like, just that's... shut down neighborhoods.
1: Don't, is, th- doesn't the Juggalo logo have a machete or is or that a hatchet? hatchet. It's, the hatchet it's a, hatchet, a hatchet. That's what it is.
0: Okay yes Ah, uh, so we got some super chats here uh there we go malik black bailey and top dollar versus michael cole I
2: love go. that i love that
0: like they did a barbie rap they're in the zeitgeist hit row and they can't get these on tv
1: you know what they got to do they just got to say okay top dollar this is your one shot <laughs> one opportunity
2: <laughs> this is everything i wanted
1: <laughs> you get one minute to freestyle anything you want about Michael Cole, you get one minute, and Oof. I think it would just make him into a superstar.
0: Calvin Alexander saying Maxine was fast tracked as well, but it's working out well for her.
1: Yay! It is, but they're telling the story with Maxine that she's like a rookie, so they're yep. not only are they keeping her limited in storyline, but also in real life. So, like the story with Maxine is she does very little because she's coming along and she's learning. And I mean, I don't know how many people you want to do that with. Mm. And I don't know how often Maxine is going to be wrestling. She's been mostly a manager for the time being. And I think 80% of the time she's going to be in the manager role. Tiffany Stratton is going to be like the next Charlotte Flair. She's going to be put in that A-alpha position as a top star. And if you rush her in there and people get exposed to how green she is, if she's not in there with the right people, it's really going to hurt her in terms of being seen as a star.
0: Yeah. Well, Dominic Mysterio is backstage talking to Kayla Braxton
1: and uh, uh, dirty, dom, please. dirty Dom Dirty Dom Double D, D. D Dirty Dom he's a dom Rhea's the sub or is Buddy Matthews the sub in this situation <laughs> <I can't. laughs> they
2: they're all
0: subs so all, I'm Rhea really no, I will yeah anyways yeah. Uh, so he mentioned that he's the North American champion which is like the US champion but 27 other countries <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a oh great line. Yeah, um, so he was awesome. talking about his, he's trolling his dad. He was saying Rey Mysterio, if he wins, he may be the U.S. champion, but not the yeah. North American champion. And then he started adding countries, and then they had to cut him off. Yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> um, Butch
0: wanted a title shot. Shawn Michaels made it official.
1: Butch, but huge pop for Shawn Michaels.
0: Yes, we saw Bailey backstage with the the photo of Bailey with the scissors.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Bailey got out of there, and then we had Austin Theory versus Santos Escobar. Little preview, perhaps Santos Escobar getting the win Man, I'm worried Santos is going to lose to Ray next week.
1: Yeah. I mean, if they already gave this match away, that's what it makes me think. And if Santos loses to Ray, I think that's a scenario where eventually they could tease tension. Like if Ray beats Santos or if if Santos beats Ray, it's like, okay, the young lion is on the come up and they're not going to turn Ray heel, but I could see them making him jealous of Ray.
2: Yeah, I'm very curious to see how they are going to book this match, but um, between Ray and Santos. But this just this match didn't make any sense tonight. What they did with Austin Theory and, and Santos, but great win for Santos, and I always have fun watching him in the that ring. Oh, he's great. He's so mm-hmm. great, but it just didn't make any sense. The title was not on the line. We have this thing going on next week. It just it, it felt. Odd, the whole th- this whole angle, it, I, and you know what? Anything involving Austin Theory feels odd. I know, Just get but, the title off. <laughs>
0: but I think he's going to retain because Ray doesn't need it. San- I don't think they're going to give it to Santos. Like it should be LA Knight. They should call an audible somehow. LA Knight should get in that match and take that title off Austin Theory.
1: If Austin- they're so dead set on waiting for LA Knight, like Summer a perfect moment to do something like that. I don't know yeah, why I they know. would feel the need to do it in September. So weird. Unless
0: I mean. Is Priest cashing in? It could always happen.
1: We established that precedent last year. You know what? Maybe that is happening. That would be so weird. Like, if you've got Finn Balor this close to the world title, and then he just cashes in on... I mean, there's potential gold in Finn Balor having the world title and um, Damian Priest having the money in the bank, so you never know when he's going to cash in. I think that's a wonderful storyline.
0: Okay, well, we'll see what happens. The Slayer 94 with uh, an update saying, I can validate the D, which is a sentence alone. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, I can validate the D, only several small parts of Detroit, a GAT, is needed.
1: Okay, so it's getting better, I think. <laughs> I might have to bring my uh, Do they have Walmarts where I can get a GAT in Detroit?
0: I think you can. Michigan is one of those states, isn't it, where you can just... It'd be
1: blicked up in the press box at WrestleMania <laughs> <laughs> or at SummerSlam.
0: Uh, so after Santos won that
1: match, Bobby Lashley was backstage talking to oh,
2: Carmelo Hayes and Trick good. Williams. Yes, yeah. Bobby Lashley.
1: Give me a Nation of Domination reboot. We saw how successful it is with LA Knight doing the Rock. I can do a Nation of Domination reboot. It should be everybody: them, the Street Profits, even Shelton and Cedric Alexander. I need the Nation of Domination, and back then
0: put from. LA Knight in it.
1: Yeah, sure, yeah, he'll be the own heart. There you go. Yeah, he would. I um, want to heart, by the way, fitting the nation of combination like a glove. As crazy as that sounds, you know, like he looked like a sort like he was standing out, but he fit right in there when they were cutting promos and stuff like that. He looked like he belonged. Okay.
0: So, the North American title match everyone's been waiting for. Dominic Mysterio defended his championship. Dom. Dirty Dom defended his championship against Butch. Butch. And we had a cameo from Pretty Deadly, Elton Prince being wheeled
1: down <laughs> in Prince William.
2: Hilarious. Hilarious. Oh, my God. So many good characters in this segment. I
1: love when Wade Barrett was, like, vouching because he has legit had shoulder injuries. And he goes, no, when my shoulder was hurt, my glutes were on fire.
0: <laughs> I'm glad Pretty Deadly's still on TV, even with the, the injury.
1: Yeah, it makes you think how long the injury is. I hope they're kayfabing that it's months. That would be crushing. I hope it's yeah. really not going to be that long. And they're just because they're still on TV and that's good.
2: It feels like there might be kayfabing a little bit just because of the fact that they already kind of had him kind of fake how injured he is mm-hmm. tonight.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll see.
2: This was a great match. Uh, the, involving, uh, the involvement of Rhea is, is, is a thing that happens a lot and but but i have fun because it wasn't just your typical dirty Dom booking with with ria doing all the dirty work and him getting the win you had the pretty deadly you had rich holland there was a lot going on here but it was it was fun and dirty Dom successfully defended his north american championship which is way better than the united states championship
0: well it's got more countries all uh right. calvin r alexander <laughs> saying that low down dirty dog dom that would be better That Dirty Dog Dom, Triple D.
1: Low-down, Dirty Dog. What if it was like Seth freaking Rollins, where every time they addressed Dominic (laughs) Mysterio, they had to say, that low-down, Dirty Dog, Dominic Mysterio. Like, what is it, a Western? (laughs) Like,
0: I saw him shoot a man just to watch him die. (laughs) Uh, This was a fun segment. This was a fun match. I liked everyone else getting involved in it. It was uh, was pretty good.
2: I love when... uh... Prince got off and and uh they started saying commentary he magically healed yeah, like, yeah. I, I i pop for that every time
0: no it was a <laughs> lot of fun this was a lot of fun uh calvin r alexander two dollars saying love seeing trick and mellow yeah. with bobby right.
2: ding, ding. Popped.
0: and paul kyoko two dollars saying nation of domination reboot let's FN go
1: let's get it i'm here Alfred. for it not the hurt business the Nation of Domination. Let's go to the 90s and pull it back, okay? We're going to celebrate the one-year anniversary of the Triple H era tomorrow. Congratulations, July 22nd. I have a whole piece on it. It kind of put us on the border, so I'd like to see Black people back on my TV as militant Black men. I would love it. Nation of Domination. Let's get it.
2: Alfred, you're not allowed to say gang gang unless you do it on your NPC character. <laughs> <laughs> How does that sound? i don't know like a robot and then you have to say ice cream so good
0: (laughs) But i'm trying to figure out i'm just waiting for it who's going to be the first wrestler on air to make a try that in a small town joke
2: (laughs) i thought you were gonna say who was gonna do the mpc gimmick
0: (laughs) no 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 but that's good too yeah uh no, I think um, Nation Domination reboot would be pretty lit. That would be pretty good. Triple D. I mean, I'm, I'll temper down. my
1: expectations, because remember they were teasing and they had them in the background, like they were going to bring yeah. back the hurt business, and then nothing happened with that. So hopefully, I mean, this isn't in the background. This is something they're doing on television. It's, so hopefully they do have plans.
0: This is the problem with this gosh darn Easter egg culture right now, because it's like it's the Marvel DC idea of like, oh, we just put something in the background and that's world building. Like we're teasing it. Yeah. You know? There we go. Dylan Matthews. Cody <laughs> Luther go. Rhodes in the Nation of Domination. Let's
1: go. Yeah, I'd rather have Cody Rhodes in LA Knight in the Nation of Domination. I love them both, but no offense to LA Knight. I think Cody Rhodes could uh <laughs> and then <laughs> and you gotta to bring Brady Cody in, in, you know, yeah.
0: <laughs> Cody Rhodes to lead the LWO. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could. There you go. He could. He, the man, can do everything. <laughs> Cody Rhodes to take over the bloodline.
1: Oh, that's gonna happen. And Wrestling Judgment
0: Day, and, and he'll unify them.
2: <laughs> How many you realize?
0: Oh, it, you, no! I got it, Alfred. You said, mm-hmm. plug your ears. Cody Rhodes does twenty-three and Me, and finds out he's actually related. He's a member of the tribe.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. So that Great. would mean that Roman Reigns and Dusty Rhodes, maybe he's his biological son too?
0: Yeah. Think about it. I'd Speaking of which, it. the main event tonight. Oh, next week, Carl Anderson's facing Karrion Cross.
2: <laughs> Can't wait. You got to read love- the
1: super chat from Malik Black. <laughs> <laughs> <Two dollars. laughs> Noam Dar is definitely
0: joining the nation of domination.
1: <laughs> Let's go. He already might be in the Nation of Domination right now, but they can make it official.
2: He runs it.
0: (laughs) He was so good this week, everybody. NXT is the best darn show in all professional wrestling. You guys want to know something, by the way? I'm sorry, but I just have to mention
2: that my power literally went out when Tony D'Angelo and Dom stare at each other.
1: Oh my God. That's suspicious.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're coming for me. Me too. They are
1: coming for you.
0: Um,. We have the Rules of Engagement segment with Jay Uso and Roman Reigns. And Jay don't need no contract. It's in the blood.
2: Idiot. Rookie. Tribal Combat. I
1: feel a little uh, bit like I got worked because, you know, they've got all these names, Tribal Court for their segments. This is just Samoan for contract signing. Like, this, all this was, I thought this was going to be like, there's going to be like, like Rules Fosters, of Engagement.
0: Like, Foster's is Australian
1: for beer. Like, yeah, exactly <laughs> but there's no david spade there's that it was just a contract signing Wait, what why do did they, they have did to call it rules of engagement, rules of engagement i took a minute there i understand yes, it was on for a very long time that show
0: like shockingly long yeah. but who watches cbs except like your parents the midwest yeah it's true
2: i watch cbs survivor and big brother that's about oh, it there you go oh yeah big brother is coming back it's coming out. oh my god they start so late yeah, We're usually artists. like halfway into it by now. I'm I like, know. they're really making us wait for this one. Um, yeah, I, I, I will say here, I, it was a very weak segment. But when Roman has to work with someone like Jey Uso, what can you expect? You know.
1: <laughs> Don't you just the name of Jey Uso? He's been great in the storyline. It's, I think they over promised on this one, and maybe because they knew they were on FS1, they decided let's just give them like
2: Roman was not shook. Kelvin R. Roman came out there and showed he's a class act, and Jay Uso once again showed his true betraying clown colors. Okay, <laughs> that's what happened in that segment. He stopped. He said, hey, are you sure you still want to do this? Giving the kid an opportunity to to like, you know, reevaluate his life. It, it, he stopped Solo. So, so, Roman is the good guy here and people, I, I, I don't get you people.
0: Solo went to attack after Roman peacefully exited the ring when Jay got a super kick in.
2: Yeah. Yes, because he's Roman a sword. betraying piece of crap. third Clown.
1: Jay Uso was bullied. He was gaslit. He was abused by somebody who's supposed to be part of his family. And he is taking matters into his own hands. And personally, I love it.
2: Whatever. Whatever.
1: He... Slayer94 saying he saw that Roman was shook.
2: Wow. You didn't see shit. You get your eyes shut. <laughs> get your eyes shut.
0: Tribal <laughs> combat. <laughs> they should get the Mortal Kombat kids to come back. <laughs> And just yell out, like, Tribal Combat! <laughs> do, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, man, did that team you <laughs> oh. Did
0: you read the interview about The Miz talking about how he lobbied, lobbied uh, hard for the role of Johnny Cage?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's talked about that a couple of times. I think that would have been perfect. Yeah.
2: Are you guys not going to talk about what a class act Roman Reigns is? Classy. Yeah, he had a pen, he had a a contract ready, you know, he he gave him the opportunity to really think about it.
1: They did a tribal handshake, and Jay was being classy as well. They butted heads, they shook hands, and then Roman's guy solo had to attack Jay. Yeah.
2: That was was, ridiculous. Jay was going to get his ass beat, his little brother's not going to be there to save him this time.
0: And that was the lowest rated SmackDown of 2023
2: can't wait for Ronald to have real Potentially
1: content. the so, highest rated SmackDown in the history of SFS1. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Dirty Dom draws, man. Uh, yeah.
2: Glad you called him Dirty Dom this time. I was going to worried about you. I know Benny the Bumper. And you, you want to watch out. Call him by the right name.
0: <laughs> Double D. D.
2: Benny the Bumper. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, it was exciting. It's good to be back with you all. When are you all coming out to Vegas? We got to come this summer yeah we have cool to season. I was
2: just I was just saying Cool season
0: yeah, because the sunlight that's that's what I live for. No, come on <laughs> Well, I mean the summer is this is right I'll now all so, night sleep yeah. all day, Alfred. that's how we do it here. We'll get it. Let's do it. We're going to we'll Jerry's get... nugget. We're going across the street to Chico's Bonitas.
1: September could be a good time that's that's a good time. Yes. Frame.
2: okay. okay, let's all get together and plan
1: it. We're gonna go okay. see carrot top.
0: Yes I'm, gonna... I'm down.
2: Glenn is Great. gonna put some freaking fire festival tents for us in the backyard for me. Oh, you could, friend. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're
0: gonna go see at least one Elvis impersonator.
2: Oh, okay. yes. <laughs> oh my god, that's gonna be. Uh, I'm vlogging that.
0: Harris, I heard, has a fat Elvis impersonator in the bar that does like heavy Elvis. I thought they were all fat. No, they got some ones that look like him when he did when he was young. Like, like okay, they okay. got uh, there's a variety of Elvis impersonators out here. There's nuance here in Vegas.
1: I know they have Elvis chapels too.
0: Yeah, it'll be good. We're gonna go out. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna get into some misadventures.
2: Okay,
0: gonna be a good time. Looking forward to it. Isa, what do you want to plug? What do you got going on?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm here on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You guys can also find me on my YouTube channel NYC Demon Diva, and uh, Lucha Libre Online. Tomorrow, I will be at WWC Summer Madness event Oof. here in Puerto Rico. It's gonna be lit. So vaya mon Puerto Rico if you guys are there. That's where I'll be.
0: Alfred, what do you got coming up? Plug, your,
1: plug some dates. Plug some uh, projects. Check me out on Pro Wrestling Bits. Uh, I've just released a lot of content this week. Of most lately, the five blackest moments of the Triple H era. Check Ooh. that out. A lot of fun I had with that bit. Uh, and, uh, and In addition to a couple more like MJF and Cole, and I'm going to be talking more about them. Uh, I'd like to say hi to my new sponsor, Mint Mobile. This is Ryan Reynolds' company. And the world premiere of our commercial will debut next week. Ryan Reynolds does make a cameo appearance. That's all I can say uh, about that terms of a comedy dates, let me uh i did organize them into dates on august 1st i'll be right here my home club at uh flights comedy club right here in hawthorne california i'll be guest hosting at the good night here in burbank every thursday you can find me at the rival comedy club okay so i am crossing the forbidden door but i'm at the rival comedy club Mm. the fourth wall uh, every week in burbank on thursdays and i'll be at the san luis obispo's public market july 29th and 28th and 29th so so check me out all over. And I'll be at Applebee's
2: in Detroit buying me dinner. Yes.
1: yes. Come to Applebee's in Detroit. And then I'll go to Austin, Texas a couple weeks later. Come to Applebee's there as well. But yes, I'll be at the Applebee's in Detroit.
0: The Slayer has a pictogram for us.
2: Yeah. I see lies.
0: He's saying. it's a oh, lot of emojis. Look, look he, he got
2: his eyes. He starting to say he got his eyes checked.
0: Yes, <laughs> Kelvin R. Alexander, $2, saying Hangover Wrestling Inc. version. Oh, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be nuts. Man. It's going to be good times.
1: Hey, okay, everybody.
0: Have a great weekend, everyone. Tuesday night, we're back here for NXT. The as hottest long show as my power wrestling. cooperates because Puerto yeah. Rico problems. I know. Monday night, tune in for Jack Farmer. No, don't.
2: I'm kidding. Oh.
0: I'm kidding. Tune in for. <laughs> And we'll get you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Thanks for hanging with us, everybody. Have a great weekend. Take care.